This podcast is produced by Sunnydale Studios. I begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast today and pay my respects to their elders past and present. High resolution, please, or she's swiping, um, swiping, which way do you say no? When will you get the message? Stop posting the fucking fish. Here is the crime scene. Good, we've both had period stories this week. Good for us. That is so unladylike. Hey guys, hope everyone had an epic weekend. It was a long weekend here in Queensland and I hosted the 2022 World Worthy Day Worthiness event. It was absolute perfection, creating connection with like-minded women, um, but I wouldn't be me without an unladen night moment. So I got my period two days before the event and I was wearing a gorgeous little feathered number um, and um, I couldn't wear my period unders with it. I just couldn't. I couldn't. So I was wearing tampons and I leaked through not once but twice during the event. Uh, mm. And, of course, I had to tell everyone. I had to tell everyone on the microphone, on stage, guys, I've bled through my tampon and the theme of the event is purple, not red. So luckily they laughed because that could have been a very awkward moment. And also, thank goodness, Vush had put menstrual cups inside every single goodie bag. So everyone's waving their menstrual cups at me. Probably not the time to try a menstrual cup. Um, But, yeah, look, again, another example of just normalising the normal. So anyway, enough about me and my bleeding uterus. Today we are going to be talking about the world of dating in 2022. Joining us today is that dating girl on TikTok, Alex in Summer. We are going to discuss dating online water profile photo red flags, which I I think this will be funny, the difference between dating men and women, the increase in online dating and sexual assault and other red and green flags. Alex even has an entire group of people that she will not date (laughs) based on their line of work. So we'll unpack that as well. So Alex, welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for walking in the rain to get here. Yes, yes. uh, It's very humid weather compared Mm. to Sydney, but um, yeah, it's a warm welcome. That's the thing, isn't it? Like it just, it fluffs your hair. Like it's not just moisture. It's like, yeah, in the air. It's awful. Yeah. The sunshine state, um, it's a lie. Yeah. (laughs) False advertising. It I was is like, false advertising. I came here for a sunny holiday. I know. The last yeah. two years and we've got another wet one. The, yeah, we've got another wet summer uh-huh. ahead. So I hope great so. times. But look, each week we start our episode with the So Unladylike segment. And I know you've listened to the podcast before, so you know, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some things we've had, you know, the squirting, of course, lots of poop. Um, mm. And even Bianca Dye last week shared with us that she had um, wrapped her hand in toilet paper to remove skid marks from a toilet bowl because she was embarrassed. So mm. there's that as well. The you know the the lengths we will go to yeah. as a woman to not appear unladylike. So what story have you got for us? Oh my god, it's so unladylike. So I had to rack my brain because I have a lot of moments. Mm-hmm. I. <laughs> And I was thinking, I was just like, which one can I publicly share? <laughs> All of them. No. Yeah, because <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just like, oh, I have my life together now, but rewind a little bit and I was an absolute hot mess. So I think I was like, all right, let's let's think of one. But my unladylike moment, um, I had just first moved to Sydney mm-hmm. and I was going on I didn't know if it was a date. I, I assumed it was a date. It was just like, hey, do you want to hang out and do this? And I was like, absolutely. And we went for like some food and stuff. And I was like, oh, 
do you, we, he was like super into health as well. And I okay. was like, oh, I like health and wellness too. Yes, back, back I will then, order I did... the salad. Yeah. <laughs> back then I wasn't into health and fitness. I was into dirty martinis. But I was like, I'll pretend. And he's just like, oh, we'll do a sauna session. And also if you watch the video, this is not the same date that I went on um, about the sauna. But we went to a sauna session. I was like, fabulous. I was on my period. Now, I live by period underwear. Yes. They're phenomenal. They're eco-friendly. And, they're... and the free bleeding. I just love I love, it. I love knowing how much is coming out. And, yeah. yeah. And it feels it's like less it cleanses you. It is, yes. Yes. The pressure on the cervix from a tampon, it creates yeah. cramps. It really does. Anyway, sorry. Your yeah. story. Carry on. <laughs> and then I, um, I was just like, oh, but I always carry some tampons in my bag just in case, you know, anything happens. So I was like, oh, that's fine. That's absolutely fabulous. Let's do that. And it had a also cl- like a cold plunge section which I love as well you know go between the two fire and ice so we go and we sauna and I was like lovely and then we go cold plunge and I was like lovely mostly and I had my tampon in and whatnot and then we go back to the sauna and it's quite dark in this particular sauna like nice mood lighting like hot lighting you know like the type that they put in Honey Birdette sort of change rooms. Seduction lighting. Yeah, it was yeah. very nice actually. And then we go back and we go back and we do a little cold plunge and they're quite close together, the rooms. And then we go back to the sauna session. Now, when your session finishes, the lights slowly come up, mm-hmm. which is lovely. You get awake again. Now, what I hadn't realized was that um, when I was going between the cold plunge and then coming back and I was obviously sitting on the towel for hygiene reasons, um, my vagina had obviously acted as a suction cup and inserted water. And then when I sat down, I just, boop. and so I was essentially the lights came up and it was like a little horror show where it was like, here is the crime scene, blood, just blood all over my towel. And I was just sat there and I was like, fuck me. Okay. Um, and he just, I think he just sort of noticed and he's just like, I'm going to ignore everything that's happening, like credit to him. And he's like, I'm going to have a shower do you want to, I was like, you go first. You have that shower. I'm going to gonna deal with this. So I um, had a shower and we ignored that and he was very nice about it, but essentially just boop. Oh, like, it can yeah. be, it's, it's funny, isn't it? It can be so embarrassing um, and I think that's why I think it's so good to talk about because yeah. um, my, my daughter, she's only 10, and she mm. said to me, am I going to bleed through to my school uniform? And I'm like, look, hopefully not, hopefully not. But I mean, if it does, yeah. I mean, if you see it happen to your friends, just quietly tell them, yeah. take them to the nurse to wash and dry up and yeah. whatever, but make sure you tell someone, don't yeah. snigger about it, don't talk to other yeah. girls about it behind her back. Absolutely. If you see someone making fun of her, to call her up on it. Like, yep. we're bleeding. Yeah, and it's okay, and we all do it, and we all do well. All people born with a uterus, yes, exactly. Well, most people born with a uterus, I should say. Yeah, um, it, it it's normal and yeah. it's not offensive. Yeah, so, um, yeah, great, good story. Good. We've both had period stories Yay. this week. Good for us. <laughs> My, mine did go a little further. One of oh, the girls happened. that was modelling in the inclusive fashion show at the event mm-hmm. went to squat me. And she went to put her arm between my leg. I said, you are not going to want to do it. It is damp down there. And, and there's like blood. Like rainforest vibes. And yeah, should, it is damp. And I didn't have a change of underwear on me. So I'm like, there's blood. Yeah. Um, and she was there just was like blood. looking at her arm like, ah. So I told you, you didn't ask for consent. You didn't ask if you could lift me up. Whose fault is this really? Now it's yours. Yeah. Now it's your fault. <laughs> okay, so 
Tell us what, so on, on TikTok, you've, mm-hmm. um, you, you shared one dating story and it really resonated with people. Cause I think mm. you were sharing more about like your holidays and where you were going and, mm. um, it really resonated with people and you're like, okay, cool. I'm going to share more of this. Yeah. So why, why do you share your dating stories and, and is that how it started? Yeah. So I started TikTok now about, I'd say five or six months ago, essentially when I first really moved to Sydney. I'd come out of a pretty traumatic breakup Mm. and I basically went, the way it went, like the guy in the first video, we're still good friends to this day. And basically the night that I went on the date with him, I had found out via social media that my ex, and we were together for like four years, had been cheating on me and had a whole new girlfriend the day that we went on a break. Oh. Yeah, it was a lot to take in. It's a sure sign of cheating when they miraculously meet the next love of their life. (laughs) I think so too. And I was like, oh, okay. And it just kind of destroyed me in a sense of, I think my entire vision or idea of this person that I thought I knew so well was really altered. Mm. So, uh, but I still went on the date. I was like, well, I'm either going to sit here and cry all day or I'm going to go on this date. And I'm so happy that I did. And he was just, I was, I held it together for a while. And then I had a few glasses of wine and then I didn't hold it together. Did you cry? After sex, yes. After sex? Yeah. The after sex cry. Yeah. It brings out the emotions, doesn't yeah. it? I, it was very confusing. I finished and then I cried. So <laughs> He was like, was I that bad? Yeah. <laughs> he was very understanding. I think he just knew. He was just like, there, there. And yeah. just spooned me. I was like, this is nice. I've cried in his bed quite a few times at this Aww, point. Oh, that's kind of sweet. Yeah. yeah. It's always there. It's lovely. But I, um, I was like, you know what? just gonna share it maybe it'll be nothing because at that point I'd been using TikTok to more so keep myself accountable that I made sure that I did everything like something interesting in my day Mm -hmm. just made little videos just for myself really and then I was like I'll just do this little while I get ready to go out I'll just like talk about because this was a really nice date because my standards were so goddamn low Mm -hmm. the bar was on the floor oh literally you could have just shown up and I'd been like oh my god you're amazing marry me um, yeah, so this guy made you cry after sex and you're like, wow, this is yeah. like the epitome of the perfect date. And then he spooned me. Yeah, I know. Bar on the floor. He showed me affection. Yeah. Um, he was he validated me. Yeah. <laughs> so I shared it and uh, it started getting a lot of engagement and it was just a lot of like, where does a man like this exist? This isn't real and blah, blah. I was like, holy shit. Okay, wow. And then I kept going on more dates because then I met uh, B from my second and that was basically turned into a big series because we saw each other for two months and that ended in flames. But <laughs> so, um, but people were so invested and they're just like, where do you find these men? They're just like, how does this exist? And I was like, oh, wow, collectively our bars are on the fucking yeah. floor. I was like, oh, my God, I think we as just women need to just have Slightly higher standards if this is because then that for me just became my bare minimum. It just became the norm and that's how you should be treated. And I think particularly in Sydney, especially if you're going out in the city in certain areas, it's just it's just normal. Like I've Mm. I always offer to split the bill. I think it's the polite thing to do. I would never go out without being able to pay for it. But yeah, I think it's nice when a guy, if you ask me out. Particularly if it's to like an expensive venue, which it usually is. Look, if it's expensive, you're paying. Yeah. I yeah. can't afford it. I'm poor. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just like, I know what you do for work. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm well aware. You have the money. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I saw what car you picked me up in. Like, yes. mm. 
Um, so I just, yeah, kept sharing it. And then obviously I was like, oh, well, people are asking different questions about, well, what do I do with my dating profile? Or um, <clears throat> how do I approach a guy organically? Or And all of these other little things came through. And I was like, oh, people are actually really engaging in this. And this is quite, it's just me sharing what I do day yeah. to day or week to week. But if it's helping other people get back out into the dating scene, then absolutely I'm going to continue doing it. And what, what is it that you want from dating? Is it just lots of great sex with different people? Is it different emotional experiences? Or are you looking for the one? So the funny thing is, I think I got this question quite a lot when I put up um, my thing of like, hey, ask me things that you want me to talk about. The one I got is just like, are you worried about STIs because you go on so many dates and talking a lot about sex? And the funny thing is, I do go on quite a lot of dates. I currently haven't had sex in over a month. Yeah, okay. So, and it's not just some prudish thing of like, no, I won't, like, if I'm feeling it, have sex on the first yes. date. Absolutely do it. But it doesn't mean that every date you go on, you're going to have sex with every single person. No, yeah. If I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. So it's, yeah, it's been over a month now. I'm just like, I just haven't felt like doing it with anyone that I've met. I haven't felt that spark. So for me, it's, I think when my thing with the last guy sort of ended and that was a thing, I was just like, oh no, I was really ready for a relationship. Mm -hmm. But now I'm at a point, I am so happy being single. Like I love being single. I'm focusing on myself. I have goals. I have everything that I need to achieve. And so I'm open to the idea of somebody else being a part of that, but it's going to take a lot for me to not be single. So I'm enjoying meeting new people, having new experiences. Um, Potentially, if it doesn't turn into anything, you could make a new friend like I did with the first guy I went on the date with. That's rare though, isn't it? It depends it on rare, the person, yeah. yeah. Yeah, to have a, a sexual encounter with someone and yeah. remain friends. Absolutely. Because obviously there's an attraction there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is that is rare. I think it can depend on the person. Like it just, it really depends on them and of you. Mm. I know I'm somebody that can quite easily do that and then remain friends. Like yeah. I have no issues doing that and there are very, very few people that can. So it's just finding that compatibility between yeah, people. Yeah, true, yeah. true. Now um, you talk about going on dates with women as well, yeah. which I love because um, also queer babe over here as well, but married okay. for 22 years. Yeah. So people think, you know, heteronormative life that mm-hmm. I lead. Um, but yes, this is really interesting to me because mm. I was always terrified of dating women. So I, yeah. I literally only dated men. Yeah. Um, and I've heard this is a thing now, like mm-hmm. to be afraid, like, and nervous and all of these yeah. things. Like, yeah, I felt like I knew what I was doing with men, but I didn't know what I was doing with women. Yes. So I just avoided it. But one of your TikToks, you shared a, a beautiful dating story that you experienced with a woman and how, and you talked about how there's a huge difference between the dates that women plan for other women versus mm. the dates that men, you know, yeah. arrange for women. Yeah. So can you tell us a bit about that? Like when you're arranging a date with a woman versus a man, what mm. the difference, key differences are? So I think with a man, it is usually, I think default is dinner, which, you know, I'm totally happy with you get to sit there, you get to know each other, et cetera, et cetera. Um, with women, I find a lot more, and I think it also potentially has to do with the fact that I'm into, you know, men, women and everything in between. Um, it probably has to do with the fact that it almost feels like there's no, how do I put it? Yes, it's, it can be a date, but sometimes it's not always specified that it is a date. Mm -hmm. Like she probably knows that I'm, you know, queer. I know that she is. 
but it's never specified like, oh, I really want to take you on a date. It's like, hey, do you want to go do this thing? And I'm like, <gasps> so it's not is clear. it or isn't it? Oh my God. And that makes me more nervous. Same, because yeah. I like clear instructions. Clear yeah. instructions. Yes. I like structure. Like, yeah. tell me it's a date. Mm. Don't hint because I will not get it. I, w- I won't understand. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like it though. It's sort of that anticipation, will it, won't it? Like, <gasps> and It's hot actually. It's hot. I like it's it. It's sexual tension. Yeah. Does she want me or are we just friends? Exactly. And I love that. I'm like, oh, it's That's like. when you do a slow lean in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, do you like me? Yeah. I'm coming <laughs> forward now. You're not moving away. <laughs> so I think yeah, with women as well, it is literally like, you know, one of my, I have plenty of obviously female friends that I actively don't want to hook up with and we're friends. And then there are some that I'm like. I see her and I'm like, could go you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, could, I, could, I could do that. I guess, look, could you? would you say that when men ask you on a date, it's a given they want to fuck you? Like yeah. it's just it's just a given. Yes. Um, whereas when a woman asks you out on some mysterious lunch picnic, mm. maybe she wants to fuck me, maybe she doesn't. It's kind of like hard to get vibes like and that makes it hot. Absolutely. I think mm. every time that I assume if a guy is just like, hey, which, unless obviously we're just friends, it's like, hey, do you would you want to get dinner sometime this week, or what's your schedule like? In my mind, I'm like, this is a date. Yes, you want he bang. wants to fuck me. Yeah, with a woman, it's like, hey, do you want to go do this thing? And I'm just like, does she or doesn't she? So I think that's actually hit the nail on the head. Are they more fun? Female dates. They can be more fun in the sense that, yeah, I just don't know. I'm like, are we on a date or not? Um, and also I think they tend to be really active. It's probably more about the women that I go for. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you want to go on a hike? I'm like, yeah, I guess let's, let's go on a hike. Let's, <laughs> let's go for a scump. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's go running. Um, they tend to be a bit more fun. I think as well, because usually the default with men is to go to dinner mm-hmm. and I don't drink. Um, but I'm obviously like you drink, you do whatever yeah. you want. I don't mind. Um, but it's sort of just sitting there and sometimes if they have a few more and I'm just like, oh, I'm just, I really, I struggle to sometimes really focus on conversations. I zone out quite easily. It takes, it happens sometimes I can't help it. And I'm like, oh, I'm really bored by this because I need to move around. I need to be doing stuff. Like hiking. (laughs) Yeah. Hiking. At least if we're doing stuff, I'm like, all right, my brain is engaged. I'm like me talking to you and me trying not to fall off a cliff. Like, you know, working hand in hand. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now I want to talk about the sex between Mm. going on dates again with Mm -hmm. men versus women. As we were just discussing, it's men want to fuck you like that mm. that's it like they take you on a date they want to fuck you mm-hmm. um there's enough anecdotal evidence in every in my own life in every woman you speaks to yeah. life that that's the case with women does it take longer for that to happen or are you fucking on the first date as well I think it just yeah again it depends like I have no objections to doing it on the first date um <clears throat> I think I've had dates with women where you know we've been hooking up and then they go, oh, I kind of just don't like doing it on the first one. And then I usually delve deeper and it's usually the women that are into both as well. Mm. And I go like, okay, like that's totally fine. But can I also ask why? Like I'm actually genuinely interested. And usually their response is like they won't give it, but I already know what it is. I'm like, is it because you think that I won't call you back if we do it on the first date? And the reply is always, yeah. And I was like, and that's such a typically male thing to do, isn't it? Exactly. Like to you know, ghost yeah. like that. 
Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what energy I'm projecting out to them, <laughs> but it is that tends to be the answer if it's like, oh, no, I don't want to do it on the first date. It's usually because they th- will say, oh, it's, you know, in case you don't call me back. And that's just what it is. Um, but yeah, usually sex isn't as much on the cards, mm. I think, when going out with women. I know that that varies. It's not always the case. Yeah. yeah. But it's. In your experience. In my experience, it's usually not even something that I think is going to be like, oh, that's the end goal of the night. It's like get to know each other. I went on one and this like this lovely, lovely woman and we were up at, we had some drinks and then I'd had a couple and I had sort of my car parked and she's like, oh, let's like wait a while for you to sober up. Do you want to come up to my apartment? And I was just like, yeah, let's do that. I went up to her apartment and she said beforehand, she's like, I'll make you... Um, a cup of tea and we can just sort of wait it out I was like fantastic I go up she quite literally made me a cup of tea and then we sat and waited for me to sober up (laughs) did you think it was a euphemism yeah I was like (laughs) if this was a guy we would have entered the door and tea was I'm gonna bang you like that's straight up what it is whoever this woman is I like her she was she she did what she said she did exactly what she said you are having a cup of tea I had a cup of tea I sobered up and then she walked me back to my car too polite I was like, yeah, the little bit too polite. Too for polite. Me. I was horny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, mm, you could have, you could have done it. You could have, you could have gone for it. But take a little, take a little bit of advantage. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, if that was a guy, there's no Different tea involved. Yeah, yeah, there's no tea, no tea. Look, the, I could be asking these questions just in case my husband ever leaves me. Yeah, um, and I'll be dating women, and I need, I need to know. I need to know because uh-huh. it just terrified me. Yes, terrified me. They are terrifying. Oh, look, the amount of times that women would kiss me and I'd kiss them back and then I'd just be like oh, a panic yeah. instant panic and I wanted to but mm. it was pa- I didn't know what to do I thought, yeah. oh, like oh, it's awful awful feeling but anyway Dwayne if you leave me I now know <laughs> tips on how to date women um okay so something a little bit more serious mm-hmm. is um a new study of dating apps has revealed some pretty scary stats yeah. so the Australian Institute of Criminology are behind the study and have found that three quarters of dating app users were victim to some form of sexual violence mm-hmm. um, and that a significant proportion of dating app users have been exposed to online and physical violence in the past five years so they're calling for app creators to have better protectors in place for users such as tougher ID mm-hmm. checks um, in enforcing bans and making it easier for victims to report. Mm-hmm. Um, have you had any bad experiences yourself and what are your tips for keeping it safe online? So I'm really fortunate in the fact that I actually haven't had any terrible experiences, but I do have friends mm. that have um, some pretty messed up ones. Um, now, I think with when it comes to dating apps, the, obviously the positives of it are that hey you get to meet people that you would have probably never interacted with mm-hmm. from all over the world it opens you up to so many different people but of course the negative of it is you don't always know who you're talking about I mean personally I enjoy using things like Raya even if it is a bit pretentious but because you have to have your is that ins- a dating app yeah okay Raya yeah right yeah we pronounce it Raya I think but they pronounce okay. it Raya the Americans okay And you have to have your Instagram linked to it. So Mm -hmm. it's to make sure that you are a real person, that you are who you say you are. And so there's just like that little extra step of verification, which I do enjoy. The big thing that I say, like, I always talk about what dates I go on with my girlfriends, with whoever, you know. 
And they always tell me what dates that they go on. Oh, so you've got that safety person. in place. Absolutely. Like they know where you're going, who it's with. Absolutely. I think you should always tell somebody mm-hmm. where you're going, like say who it's with, where you're going, what time. Show us probably like if you're not deep diving and stalking this person before you're going on a date, show your friends and be like, oh, this is the person. Also get their opinion. But a big thing that I always recommend is do a FaceTime. And people get so mm. awkward about FaceTime. So yes. they're just like, I don't know how to initiate it. Is that kind of weird? I'm like, well, here's a great way to initiate a FaceTime subtly. I would go in with, if you're messaging, I would always try to move over straight kind of to Instagram because mm-hmm. I think it's a little bit easier to keep track. And then from there, I would move into, I don't have Snapchat, but I basically just use Instagram like Snapchat and just send the photo with a little bit of text. See if they respond. So generally it's, you can tell if they're mirroring what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Also, if they're interested or if they, you know, going along with it. From there, I would move to voice memos. I love a good voice note. I don't call anyone. I just voice memo everybody. Oh, so good. it's the best. And then you can actually hear if they sound, I don't know, a bit normal or like what you think they sound. Yeah. And usually if you send, here's the thing, if you send a voice memo, but they're still replying with text and you've sent a photo as well with a bit of text and they're still just messaging you, I'm like, mm, A, I don't think that, that maybe that interest in you because they're not mirroring your mm. actions. But I think those are two really key things that you can get to get them onto a FaceTime. Be like, hey, before we meet tonight, do you want to just quickly FaceTime or that's a really easy way if you're sending voice memos talk chat on the phone and You've then when you're on the your phone into it absolutely rather than being like can we FaceTime it's just like oh doesn't well, this person trust me if you think well back in the day back in mm. the day my day um you know mm. I mean online dating apps didn't exist online didn't yeah. barely existed and it was you would meet someone in person yeah and you would talk on the phone mm-hmm. like that's just how you communicated whereas now I think um we we hide mm. behind yeah, so it's a lot harder for that first. It can be, mm. but also, I I mean, I love meeting people organically. It's my favorite one. It's, I think it just, you Is can it tell. hard to do though now? Not so much. Like okay. I find it fairly easy. If I want to talk to someone, I will. Yeah, um, and where though? Where does this happen? So it depends who you're after, really. It depends what age group, what kind of guy you're after. So okay. I go, obviously more Sydney specific. Yeah. Um, but I, nowadays, I like to go for guys that are maybe late 20s early 30s just because I'm wanting to have fun that's it really and so I just go to the like nice pubs around there and filled with them and it's great if you want more of you know 30s will probably pick you up in a Mercedes maybe a bit of a tool but go in the city um (laughs) like go there easy um but yeah it's just I love meeting people organically Mm. but I think people also need to remember that just because you've met somebody organically doesn't mean that they can't be a weirdo. Oh, God, no. Absolutely not. Yeah. No. They can still be. I mean, be... I've, all the weirdos in my life I've met organically. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Living proof. <laughs> yeah. Now, I had to giggle when I recently heard you talking about um, yeah, professional red flags, like <laughs> literal professions that you see them on a dating profile yeah. and it's an instant nah. Yeah. And one of them was doctors. Yeah. People get surprised from that one. Yeah. yeah. What is it about doctors? And and you've dated more than one doctor, so you're not just basing this off like one date. Three in a row. Three in a row. And my uh, one of my girlfriends, she for like four years dated a, uh, what did he do? Pilot? No, no, no. He was um, he was Lawyer. in medicine. They get paid. <laughs> oh. Anesthesi, that- I can't say it. That one, anesthesist. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and he sounded like an absolute piece of work. So I was like, medical professions are out. Okay. Um, well, then their um, shift is bad too, hey? Like they don't, they don't have great hours. It's the hours, so I'd never see them. And they're just, from my interactions, and they've been like good looking, they do this, but they're all just... There's just something odd about them. I'm yet to be proven wrong. I'm so sorry. I know you're saving lives and doing better <laughs> things. Please keep that, doing like, that. Please keep doing great work that you're doing. Um, <laughs> yes, they save lives, but they're a bit odd. Um, but yeah, they're all just. Maybe they're that's just, just super intelligent. They're just something no. off. There's just something a little bit where I'm like, eh. Do you know what that could be? Trauma. Maybe. From yeah. the lives they couldn't save. Maybe. True, but like trauma PTSD. usually makes you funnier, and I haven't experienced yeah, that. Yeah, not everyone. Yeah, I'm I'm someone that um <laughs> deals with my trauma with humor yeah, as well. Exactly. Not everyone does. That's the reason um, comedians are hilarious. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> they've had terrible experiences. Yeah. Um, so are there any others apart from doctor? Yeah, pilots. Oh my god, I was guessing pilot. Yeah, okay. absolutely not. I do I've not heard need this. Do not need to have the genuine fear that you could have an entire different family on the other side of the world. And it's just like, oh, your husband's away a lot. And it's just like, yeah, he's a pilot. And I'm just like, oh, makes sense. No, thank you. Don't yeah, need that. Don't need that worry. Absolutely not. Remember when um, Jimmy was the bachelor mm. and he was a pilot mm. and there were so many women talking about the fact that he was a pilot yeah. and how it's just so well known within the pilot community that people just cheat, because, yeah. which is so I fucked. mean, it's harder to track, isn't it? You could yeah. be here and here and here in this world. And give absolutely. people opportunity. Yeah. Um, now, what about red flags in general, men and women? I, I think, can we start with women? Because, we, mm. like, I talk about red flags a lot with men because that's yeah. been my experience um, with abuse and all that sort of stuff and coercive yeah. control. What are those red flags to look for? Mm-hmm. What about with with women? Or are we just all green flags because we're fucking awesome? We are not all green flags. Oh, so I think it. that's actually one thing that I will, like, there are some other ones, but... I think there is this really big misconception um, and I kind of learned about it a bit where I think that women in many ways, unfortunately, will do stuff that if a man were to do it to me, Mm -hmm. I would straight up punch him. Yeah. So I've had experiences where I've been, you know, at a gay bar and I was just having fun with my friends and this girl was just really keen. I was not keen on her, mm-hmm. but I was just being polite and you know what else? You, you, don't, you As you're we do, to be nice, especially but... as women, as we do, we're exactly. polite. And you don't want to be rude to other women, mm-hmm. right? You don't want to make her feel uncomfortable and feel shit. So, but it got to the point where like I went to the bathroom and she tried to follow me into the bathroom oh. and like into the stall and was just fully, I was just like, oh, wow, okay. And, you know, it got a bit inappropriate. And I was thinking back and even then, like with how all of that happened, I was still quite polite about it yeah. looking back. And I was like, had a man done that, I would have caused the biggest scene, yeah. like straight up. So I think there is this really big misconception where I do see quite a few women just doing stuff to other women, sometimes to men as well, that I'm like, if the roles were reversed, super not okay. Mm. Just because we're women doesn't mean that we get to do certain things because you think it's okay it's not yeah don't touch consent people. still applies yeah don't Always. touch people without their consent yeah don't like randomly try to kiss a chick at a bar if she's not into it don't try to like i i get it all the time sometimes like the ass grab or the oh. sometimes just like 
just like random touching. I'm like, please don't. Do you think don't. it's because it's what we've experienced as women that we almost mimic it mm. in a, a way of that's how we've been taught that men show us or whoever shows us that they're attracted to us so we subconsciously do that also? I think in a way, but I think the other part of it is is that we're just like, well, we're women and do it to other women and we don't mean any harm by it, so it's okay. Mm. So I think there's that really big misconception. A it's different like, intention. Exactly. A different intention. But it still has sometimes the same outcome, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. I'm very grabby with my friends. Um, but yeah, they're my friends. friends. Yeah. Exactly. So Very fine. grabby. Um, and I always say about my events, I'm a hugger. <clears throat> yes. But with consent. Yes. With consent. Absolutely. <laughs> sometimes I forget and I go in for the hug. And I'm like, sorry, sorry, <laughs> did you want to hug? Are you okay with the hug? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think you're right. It's the intention. And also with men, we know that there is a possibility that we'll get killed. Absolutely. Um, and there's also a very, more often than not, a physical disadvantage yes. um, as well. And, yep. yeah, the experience is is very different. So I can understand why you were very polite. Yeah. Um, I've been very polite with men in situations, similar mm. situations as well. You yep. know, don't want to be rude. We're just taught that as well. Um, but very interesting. Mm. Very interesting to hear. Now, red, no, no I want to. <laughs> For profile picture red flags because yeah. uh-huh. for me I think anyone who's holding a fish oh fuck like with a is. hat on oh my god stop. like stop instant it. no you have collectively heard the women of the world making <laughs> joke after joke about it when will you get the message stop posting the stop fish. posting the fucking fish you can go fishing that's okay yeah it's fine it's not the fishing <laughs> it's not it's it's the photo and the posing with a dead like animal like why there are better photos of you I know there are yeah. Just you on a boat would have been better with a fishing rod. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Sends the message that you like fishing. We get it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. So are there any? Because, like, again, I've been married for 22 years mm. and I've, I had a friend um, show me her dating site and she goes, have a swipe. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know yeah. what to do. What do you do? Which ways, you know, left, right, whatever. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, you go like this. And yeah. you're literally deciding whether to swipe left or right on someone based on their yes. picture. So what are the profile picture? Like, big nose for you. Apart from pilot hat. <laughs> yeah. Pilot hat, doctors. Doctors, doctor I've gown. saved a life today. No, get no. it away from me. Um, <laughs> you horrible, horrible person. I think um, anything where it's a group shot, and here's the thing, we have such short attention spans nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look around us. So if I have to play Where's Waldo for three Which seconds. Which one of you? Fuck no. Yeah. Next. And why would you put a what like a group pretend, shot. I've got friends. Like, yeah. what is this? Like, we get it. You can yeah. put them later on in the middle to show that you have friends, yeah. but not for your first photo. Yeah, okay. Also, studies do show that having a photo that clearly shows your face, facing front on, facing the camera preferably in some way, has a way higher swipe rate. Well, people are going to trust that much more. Yeah. If it's clear, if it's looking exactly. at the camera. Yeah. Any guy that has his first photo as a shot of like, him walking somewhere, I'm like, oh. your face is probably not that good, is it? Mm. Let, let's, let's be honest. It's um, there's a reason that you did a back shot before a face shot. A back shot. Well, people have walking away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As their profile picture. Yeah, like walking away, or maybe just looking to the side as they're walking away. And I'm like, there's a reason that photo is first. I need um, more. I need more of your face. I'll feed us in. Yeah. Um, there's <sighs> like. Anything to do with partying, I was like, our oh, lifestyle is not going to be compatible. Um, can't do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So people listening who are dating, what are your uh, profile picture tips then? <laughs> I, I think for, so for 
my personal, if it's for men, for example, um, it would be, you know, clear face shot, like show me what your face looks like. <laughs> A pretty basic one. Um, it would be nice to have something to show you out in nature. I am also a sucker for just high quality photos. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't okay. have to be shot with a professional <laughs> studio. High resolution, please. Yeah. Or she's swiping. Um, no, literally. Swiping, which way do you say no? Left? Left. Okay. She's swiping left. But like, that's the thing. Also, I don't have Tinder, but I have, it's just, yeah, a couple oh, of other they, ones. Okay. I don't know this stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do they not all swipe left and right? Kind of. So I think Tinder is the classic left and right, okay. which I don't have because it's a cesspool. Yeah. Um, I have heard that. Yeah. Hinge, a bit better. I use it occasionally. And it's like more of a like heart or X. Okay. okay. And I think similar with Bumble. And then with Raya, it's basically, yeah, like heart or X. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think I like just nice quality photos. Like I am genuinely, you could be like not, as attractive as another guy but if you just have a really good quality photo I'm more likely to scroll through all of them 100% yeah like if it's an interesting good photo yeah yeah. okay men should like go 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 do a photo shoot go literally hire a photographer there's no shame in it go out and but natural please yeah yeah, natural no boudoir don't oil up yeah 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 don't do that don't not calendar but like just cool shots Mm. and invest in it Absolutely. And you can post them and don't be embarrassed about it. Have a day that's just for you. Yeah. Men and women, just do it. It's yeah. great. I love that. Yeah. Now, listener questions. Mm. So one one that popped up, um, which I shared on the So Unladylike mm. um, stories, which a lot of people responded to and were really interested mm. in hearing how we discussed this, was why are Australian men so afraid of commitment? I have theories. Okay. Okay, but I want to hear yours. You can go. So I think personally with the whole commitment thing, I think it's not just Australian men, but just men in general, their idea of commitment compared to that of women's. Mm -hmm. And so I have this theory and I've actually floated it to quite a few of my guy friends. They're like, oh yeah, no, that tracks. I was like, Mm. I fucking knew it. And basically what I think it is, is that with men, it's very much a timing thing. Mm -hmm. With women, it's a person thing. Mm -hmm. So I think that when men are with somebody and they could be their perfect person fits in every way but if there is some part of him that doesn't feel ready in that moment it'll end but then he'll get to a point where he does feel ready and it's just like no no I- I'm ready for it I'm ready for a relationship and serious and blah 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 he will then grab a girl that's around might not be his perfect one but right, he's but ready he's ready okay. with himself and so I was actually talking about this because the question came through and I was out with um, some friends last night and some of these guys are like in their 30s and stuff and I floated that theory to them. And they were like, oh, absolutely. They're just like, that's why you get the phenomenon where you get these guys who are just pining over the one that they had probably years ago. Yes, this is so true. The girl that got away. Yes, I know so many men that do that. Yeah. So they're in relationships now, mm-hmm. but they have this regret yeah. of this woman that was the one that yes. they cheated on or they just, they weren't ready, mm-hmm. but now they can't imagine a life without her and she's yeah. moved on and she's happy and, you know, yeah. um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I have another theory. Okay. I, I think that, uh, marriage and relationships in in general disproportionately mm-hmm. benefit men 
Yes. More so than they do women. And men are shown, you know, in movies, in in life in general, rolling their eyes, we're called the ball and chain, you know, they're being tied down. Whilst women are sold a completely different narrative, one of romance and protection and love. And um, I I think that plays a huge role part in it the way it's sold to us why wouldn't we want to get married we're told that our whole entire worth is on getting mm-hmm. married and having children like why else would we exist in this world mm-hmm. and what a wonderful experience to have your wedding day and get proposed mm-hmm. to and how lovely and you'll be yeah. protected forever by this man and uh, you know which is complete uh, absolute bullshit marriage is bullshit um and i'm married um and and men are sold something completely different that they're being tied down that they're being held out back yeah. when really they're so disproportionately benefiting from marriage. Yeah. Um. You know when you look at the statistics of the the household labour and the gender gap in in child rearing and, yeah. and household labour as well. Um. And I don't think they're afraid of commitment. I think they're afraid of losing their autonomy, which is what they're being told will happen, which in a relationship that shouldn't be the case. You should yeah. be two separate people who come together and, and live a life together but as separate people. Yeah. Um, you know, or they feel like they're moving back in with mum, which I, we're not your fucking mothers. We're not here to fix oh, you. We're not your fucking don't mothers. Don't started on that. <laughs> which, again, only benefits them again, but yeah. they make out like that's a problem for them, yes. which it's, it's not. Um, and I think... If they're afraid of not being able to sleep around, Mm. um, that's a massive red flag and get out of that relationship because you're never going to change that from someone. And also if they don't want to be monogamous and you do, they're not the right person for you. Exactly. So move on. So that's that's my theory, the way relationships and commitment is sold to women versus men. Yeah. Why would they want to be in a relationship versus why wouldn't women, you know, whereas you and I are – probably like a little bit more understanding of um, how shit it actually is for most women. <laughs> yeah, that's a really, not something to aspire to. It's a really great way of looking at mm. it. I think that's the way that Hollywood sells it particularly. And, I mean, that's what we get fed, isn't it? Well, even from childhood right. Disney movies. Absolutely, princess, and comes and rescues you from your life of misery, from mystery misery. Yeah. <laughs> like it's always the girl doing something. So it's the woman needing rescuing, but it's also the woman always doing the abusing. It's always an Mm. evil, ugly stepmother or, you know, like we've been sold it since birth. Yeah. And our mothers and our grandmothers have been sold it. And like we're the generation, well, you're the generation. How old are you? 25. You are definitely the generation I am, you know, that (laughs) are are now undoing all that sort of, sort of, yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, Now, did you get any other listener questions? Yeah. Honestly, I got quite a... I got quite a few just like very specific ones to specific situations. I was like, this is, I think, very integral just to your situation. Yes, <laughs> just, this is quite specific. This is, yeah, I was like, this is oddly uh, specific. I got a lot on zodiac signs, funnily enough. Fuck, do you know apparently that's a big red flag? <laughs> it, honestly, though, like I laugh about it, but fuck me, astrology's never been wrong on it. I don't know much about astrology. I just know that I was reading the wrong star sign until I was like oh my 19 or something. But oh, I the wrong, I was reading Sagittarius. I'm a Scorpio. So oh, I was reading Sagittarius yes. and every star sign, I'm like, this is so true. Yeah. I can relate this to me so much. And then when I realized I was reading the wrong one, I started reading Scorpio and I'm like, oh, this is so true. Yeah. And I think... 
um, it's just like almost like when you visit a psychic or yeah, you know, and not all psychics, not all mediums, but um, you when you visit them and and you take on board, mm. yeah, it's like when you've got an opinion on something and you only consume material and yeah. people's opinions that correlate with your opinion and your narrative. <laughs> right that hey, <laughs> right wing conservatives. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's quite um similar. The only person that I've read a star sign to and mm-hmm. we've been like this does not apply is my husband he's an Aries okay and everything I've read about an Aries I'm like that's not you at all yeah you were nothing your mom has lied about when you were born yeah. because this is not true you've been adopted or something yeah um but everything we read we both just laugh and that's not fucking true yeah yeah whereas with Scorpio so much of it is yeah. true but then so many other aspects of other yeah. star signs I could absolutely go yep that's true too yeah 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 I think um yeah, I got so much of it, like so many of the Zodiac ones. For me, I think I've dated, I was thinking about it, I was like, could I make an entire list? <gasps> you should do a TikTok on this. I could because Dating I Dating by the Zodiac signs. I think That'd be I've fun. probably dated every single one at this point. Have you dated an Aries? You have to go through your I've hooked up. I've hooked up with an Aries. Yeah. Never, yeah, I've never dated, dated, but we've hooked up love an Aries. Okay. Love Aries. Well, I do like mine. Yeah, great. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> Positive reviews, guys. Aries, <laughs> wonderful. Well, Aries um, and um, Scorpios aren't meant to go together, apparently. Oh, okay. I beg to differ. So one of us is adopted. Yes. <laughs> is there a star sign that you are not, that you've noticed that you are just not compatible with? Scorpio and Cancer. <gasps> but we're friends. I know. But, but we're not fucking, we're not dating. Exactly. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Scorpio yeah. and Cancer, every time I've tried it and I'm just like, mm, I don't feel, like in my head I'm like, I'm not like not gonna see this guy because he's a cancer. Like that's so I can't dumb. Do Alex. That, can I? That's so dumb. And then I see them and then it implodes and it doesn't work out at all. I was like, fucking said it. Even yeah. my, my parents' marriage, I was like, could have just given me a fucking birth chart so I could have said it wouldn't have worked. Like <gasps> Really? <laughs> yeah. oh I was like, God. the least two compatible signs in existence. Wow. So, could have told you guys. Love oh you, my but- gosh. One of my girlfriends is just flat out into it and you know, like everything has to align and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I do believe in the moon and all of that because we're 80% water and, it yeah, adjust, you know, yeah, yeah. makes the tides change yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, amazing. Well, Alex, thank you so much for joining us. This has been um, super fun and I know there's lots of single people in all age groups yeah. who um, were really interested in chatting about this. Uh, so where can listeners hear more from you? Uh, follow on TikTok where I post about random dates and everything in between. Yeah. And also on my Instagram, also Alex in Summer. So Alex in Summer on both. Yes, yes. Yeah. Cool. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Nessa's Burn Book. All right, guys, I've got the glue stick and scissors at the ready. My next addition to the Burn Book is someone I've loved for a long time. He was on posters on my wall as a teen and has long been a favorite actor of mine. He's nice to look at, a great dramatic and comedic actor, but after hearing the latest allegations of abuse he has perpetuated on his ex-wife and children, I can I I can't not put him in the book. Guys, it's Brad Pitt. Allegations of physical and verbal abuse towards Angelina and their children whilst whilst aboard a 2016 flight have resurfaced after first coming to light during their divorce in 2016. I will always believe a woman when she comes forward with abuse, as we saw with the Depp Heard trial and we are now absolutely going to see with uh, whatever evolves here with the Jolie Pitt case. Women are instantly vilified and described as liars. 
The men are heralded as charismatic, gorgeous, talented men who would never do such a thing. Women are bitter and angry. Men are funny and likable. It's the narrative we are constantly fed. Angelina describes a situation on the plane where Brad grabbed her by her head and shook her and threw alcohol on her and their children. It's also alleged he choked and slapped uh, two of the children. It's horrendous and yet another example of violence against women and children where women, women are afraid to come forward. When you read some of the comments on social media in response to the allegations, it's no wonder we don't come forward. We aren't believed and we are absolutely vilified. We are belittled, degraded, insulted and threatened whilst the alleged perpetrator is celebrated, lifted up and given so much support by the public. As this case becomes more public, I implore you to not add to the inherently misogynistic attack on Angelina or any victim. Any victim brave enough to come forward. Brad is off my wall and he's in the book. All right, that's it for this week, team. I will chat to you next week. Bye for now. If you love this episode, please be sure to subscribe, follow, and rate us five stars. Join us on Instagram at SoUnLadyLikePod and Journey to Worthy Official and keep sending in your questions, confessions, and opinions. You guys are so unladylike and we are here for it. See you next week, bitches.